<laughs> welcome back <sighs> welcome to back. the second part of the Dawn Lantern by Stephen Archer. Are you trying to think of my middle name? <laughs> I was going to say Stephen K. Amos, but that's not you. <laughs> I I don't get away with doing the Nigerians from next door joke. No, <laughs> Stephen Archer. Yeah, I know, but I was like, and then I couldn't think, I'm very tired, and I couldn't think what initials it was for Thomas Stanley, so I was just like, Stephen Archer. Thanks, Nigel. Right, so. That's all right, Kev. Well, you've already called me Steve, so that joke doesn't land. Anyway, Emma. Go screw yourself. Normally have to. Anyway. We shouldn't bring private jokes into this. Private jokes. Anyway, welcome back to the St. Joe's Files, and indeed, the second part of The Dawn Lantern, Ooh. written by Stephen K. Stephen yeah, Archer. Archer. <laughs> uh, you should change your, just just have a stage name where your middle initial is K, just so it's Stephen K. Archer, and everyone's like, oh, I like that black guy, and then they get disappointed when they're like, he's not black. <laughs> Cool. So, <laughs> to remind ourselves where we were, Emma. Emilia Court, postgrad student of literature at a university hitherto unnamed, has ended up in a tiny, tiny hamlet in Cambridgeshire, which has also not been named. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. I was checking, so I was like, I would have written that down. There was a whole thing about how you can't remember mm-hmm. the name of it. Uh, there was a whole thing about how you can't remember the name of it. She has stayed the night at the Dawn Lantern, which is a pub with accommodation, and has read the morning paper to find out that another guest at the Dawn Lantern, Jack Harkrum, his body was found on the moor last night. Um, He is the fifth body to be found there, and all five bodies um, were found looking like they died from either pneumonia or frostbite. Uh... Amelia has now gone to meet a chap called Josiah Gresham, who has his own library in his house, uh, converted two of his rooms into a library. And they're talking about law, as in L O R E, and the occult. Apparently, the as Dawn. O C C U L T. Yeah. Um, apparently, the Dawn Lantern uh, is a belief that some people have. Um, it is possible that Jack Harkram has gone in search of it and has died somewhere along the way. Steve, would you like to explain the story behind the Dawn Lantern again? Because no. you explained it as... <laughs> no, um, it's a part of the North so Star. So apparently a part of the North Star that has fallen to Earth um, and many people have used it as a wayward soul uh, searching entity. Uh, whenever it was picked up by a blacksmith and a carpenter... Uh, many years ago and they uh, they put it into a lantern and have used it to guide the way for weary travellers ever since it's also been used by funeral directors to guide the dead towards them apparently dead towards them Uh, but it has many basically been the guiding light uh, in this area for a while so yes Amelia and uh, Mr Gresham are now having a conversation about whether it's an evil entity or a nice thing um, Hello, we're having a discussion. <laughs> Hello, we're talking about stars. Um, and on <laughs> a happier, <laughs> on a happier side note, 
Amelia has a dog with her. Called Alfred. Called Alfred. Who big is a shaggy wolfhound. Oh, wolfhound. Yes. I thought you said setter earlier. No, big shaggy wolfhound. Big shaggy wolfhound uh, who looks unnaturally thin for his eyes. Yes. Who belongs to the landlady of the Dawn Lantern pub. Mrs. Abbott. Yep. I was going to say Mrs. Babcock. I think it was all that time talking about Barbara Windsor and then <laughs> cock at the beginning of the last episode. Like, <laughs> oh, I didn't get my jingle bells. Oh, no. What a shame. We need so them. as we go into No, this we game, need them for Christmas. No! <laughs> we I had them in yours. Boycott Christmas. We had them in yours. That's fine. We'll stick with yours. So, as we join back in, you're sat in the uh, the library of Josiah. Just to interrupt briefly, you may, you may know if you follow us on social media that we were Player of the Week Again. two weeks ago. Again. Uh, for the story I wrote it for Steve, uh, which the the Bourbon Street Gentlemen's Club. So let's hope that the Dawn Lantern parts one and two also make it into Player of the Week, no Podcast of the Week, not Player of the Week. I'm not going to worry because I am always. I always that each episode is in a my podcast heart. The week for it's me. Podcast of the Week. Mainly because Eleven Unknown has less work for it. <laughs> Mainly because I don't listen to other podcasts. So this is my favourite podcast <laughs> of every week. And quickly, just so it doesn't sound like that fits on all of us, I've really enjoyed listening to the Lovecraft tapes recently. Just caught up. Um, and I'm starting Poems and Tentacles. Which oh, apparently is an English-based game. Oh no, that sounds interesting because mm. most of because all the other ones we've listened to, American. apart from some D and D ones, are all American. Yeah, it's because the, both these things are predominantly American uh, genre. Yeah, and because Call of Cthulhu doesn't have as much of a following as D and D does, it's even harder to find. Yeah. So that will be interesting. I may have to listen to that one because that one yes. sounds. And also, for those people who are English-based and predominantly Leicester-based, go over to Bean Gaming or Quest to find yourself your own tabletop RPG experiences. Yes, you too can make a podcast. It's the millennial version of being in a band. It is, Steve. It's a good thing, but I mean, it's, it's, it's very it's, much I, I, I'm, I'm in a band. I'm just, I'm just dropping my head because I know it's not your joke. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Can't remember who made it first. Oh, I don't know. Not Armstrong and Miller. It's um. It's the it's the. It's a it's a it's a mock the week joke. I've heard it on mock the week. Yeah, that's possibly where. Anyway. I know. I feel I've heard it on a TV show. But anyway, Doesn't that's matter. beside the Doesn't point. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's jump into this bad yes. boy. So you're sat in the uh, the library. Yes. Alfred is just lapping away the bowl of water. There you go. Thank you. Uh, you have just had it's the realization. Sound effects of dogs. <laughs> you've had the, you've had the uh, realization that maybe, just maybe, the cult might be bad. Yes, I well, I'm I'm fairly certain the cult is bad. Uh, but I now think it's quite good for you. I've no, no, that's Yakult. Oh, sorry. That's not your joke. <laughs> Even I know that's not your joke, and I hate that program that that is from. Anyway, continue. Okay, crap, Um how can one thing and i may be asking a dumb question but how can one thing have both a really good oh that's hot a really good nice innocent side to it and then a devilish dark side not to uh poke more fun at something because i know i've been very uh political with my thoughts on it but at the same time going back to that religion thing yeah i don't think there's ever been anything more 
uh, big version of what you're talking about than that. That's true. Knight Templar and uh, extremists in each realm. Yeah, but, you know, some of that's made up stories. Some of it, not all of it. Some of it is made up story and some of it is real and whichever side you fall on. We're also talking about how can a thing that you believe in have an innocent side and a devilish side. Yeah, I suppose if you believe in it, you probably believe it's there for good. Maybe. And as always, with humans, I've always found. Yes. Because I've never seen anything bad in animals. Um, <laughs> well, that, even then there are some uh, anomaly cases. But humans predominantly, you will always find a small sect of the humanity that uh, want to gain profit and will have a dark, seeded nature towards something. Yes. Such as our friend up north, Charles de Gaulle. Oh, him. Oh my, it must be very hard having your name on everything that is good in London. Oh yes. my, all that money from the the work to help children and people in need. Yes. Oh, it must be really hard. Mostly but we again, try not to talk about him. But at the same time, he is a rising star in the old money and we shall not, we shall not mock him for taking down the big dragons no no we should not however uh, there are stories abounding that he may be a vampire or poppycock I mean just to just to say this it was 10 years before um, the game with Sarah I know that's, no, that's why I'm saying there are stories abounding that's it's fine. all jokes of course but just, just for law base just for law base <laughs> there are <coughs> stories from a tiny number of people that he yeah. is a vampire but, but my, my point still stands is the man does nothing but good in the community but at the same time he's still doing it uh, or at least it could be perceived as he's still doing it with his own drive at heart very true nobody is truly immaculate from that greed no you are very correct so, as I make notes. Or draw your character on Draw my character on my sheet. Jack Harkram died on the moor while attempting to find this dawn lantern. I mean, we don't know that that's what he went I mean, there for, but came, let's just... He came looking for a local legend, and that is the only local legend of note. So, yes. He also mentioned he came looking for the dawn lantern to myself. As a man of law and the occult, he came to me looking for information. Did you not advise him against it? I basically said I know little to nothing about the situation. Ah. As I have told you. I know what I have told you, and I told him what I have told you. <laughs> Say that again? <laughs> no. Okay, so... <clears throat> What do you think about the way these people died? Let's say, for example, that they were all trying to find the Dawn Lantern. They all wandered up onto the moor to find the Dawn Lantern. They all died from something that looks a lot like pneumonia or also frostbite, which are two very different things in terms of appearance. Oh, yes. But how, how, what can cause you to die and look like that without it being pneumonia or frostbite? Again, I would not be able to tell you. 
you have a medical book here somewhere? Um, probably. And he wanders over to the science section that's there. He kind of flicks through it. Uh, I'm going to ask you to make a look roll at this point. Because Let's you're asking for a thing, even though he's finding it. Seeing, do you have a look to see if he has it? Just my look. Oh, that's it. I do. That is a ten, isn't it? Yes, that's ten. I do. Lovely. He I pulls, have an extreme look roll. He pulls what is essentially, for the time, a dummy's guide to uh, to anatomy. Uh, pulls it down and hands it to you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to look at the index at the back and look for frostbite. Okay, you look it up. Uh, I <coughs> see the symptoms, the appearance of frostbite. Yes. Um, I go back to the index, I look at pneumonia, I yep. flip to pneumonia, I find the symptoms uh, of each... Are you Googling it right now? Yeah, I'm making sure I've got the scientific knowledge Yeah, I would, here. yeah. Frostbite. Frostbite is an injury caused by freezing of yeah. the skin and underlying tissues. Uh, first, your skin becomes very cold and red, mm -hmm. then numb and hard and pale. Frostbite is most common in the fingers, toes, nose, ears, cheeks and chin. So the extremities where the there's extremities not a lot of blood get, to heat yeah. it. Uh, pneumonia... Uh, I will Google. I will. I mean, I will look through this book for pneumonia. Uh, is an infection that inflames the either. air sacs in one or both lungs. The air sacs may fill with fluid or pus, causing cough with phlegm or pus, fever, chills, and difficult breathing. A variety of organisms, including bacteria, viruses, and fungi, can cause pneumonia. So, what you've been told essentially is because there is a confusion between which killed them, yeah. is the bodies are heavily frostbitten but also have signs of pneumonia. Okay. Just so you're aware of that one. Yes. I think potentially the only thing to do would be to look at a body or talk to a doctor, but I don't really know where to go from here, to be honest. You'd be going out of town to Cambridge if you were going to do that. Because we're not... We're, we're, we don't have our own police station or hospital here. Um, we, we drive down the road to Cambridge. It's about an hour's drive at most. This is going to sound silly, but what is the name of this village? Pardon? What is the name of this village? Oh, it's um. Yes, it's um. And you watch as he genuinely starts to try to recall the name of the the, the village, and just looks at you, looks at you, like, yes, it's. But like, looks like he's in the face that he's pulling as he keeps saying yes. It's um. He he looks like someone who's just answered you with what you want to know. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't catch that yes of course it's um and again you have that same look. so either i can't hear it or he's not saying anything it look uh, that but the he way thinks he has he thinks he said it so like you a don't time see lapse. His, you don't see his mouth move so you don't see you it's not a case of you haven't heard it or if he has said something he said it somehow without moving his lips okay <coughs> that's yeah, it's it's really strange. I was driving, um, and I I saw the lights here, and I I came and pulled over for a night or two. I don't actually know where I am in terms of the country. Oh, like I said, we're an hour out of Cambridge. Do you have a map anywhere? Uh, yeah, it just wanders over to one of the walls. Uh, you can see that there is a quite nice looking. Uh, framed uh, picture of Great Britain um, in, in the middle of these bookshelves uh, points up to where, where Cambridge is and he goes well you said you were driving from London uh -huh. and here's the road down from London to Cambridge so there you go 
and we're about here. And it just points into the, the middle of the map. And there's literally no There's no marking or anything there. It just, it's just pointing to a part of the road. That's funny, because it feels awfully like uh, this village doesn't exist. Oh, we get that a lot. It's um, The problem is, uh, you see, uh, the, 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 we're, we're too small to be on a map, and we're quite recent uh, as, a, as a place. We've only been around for the last hundred or so years, so... Uh, <laughs> it's uh... Funnily enough, as he says that, can you make a spot hidden check? Okay, because we'll I was about to form my own hypothesis. Uh, I fail that, I believe. I should fail that. Uh, yeah, I fail. That's fine. Uh, you're welcome to no, again. There's I can't a, spend that many points. No, I mean, oh. there's another part of it, remember? Pushing the roll. Um, oh, yeah. So you can but roll again, but it, it has a... You roll again. Both. Yes, them. you roll again, but you get a, if you get a worse outcome if it mm-hmm. comes across. Uh, fail again. Fail. fail worse than last time. No, that's fine. Um, so... You have a moment, uh, as you have chose to do it, you have accepted the the bad outcome. Um, you have a moment where you are tr- leaning in, trying to work out what... Like, you, you're looking and you're trying to see where this thing is on the map. And you lean forward even further. And then you hear... <coughs> as you stand on Alfred's uh, tail, he yelps out and uh, bursts out the door. Uh, runs up uh, the street. Oh no, Alfred, I'm so sorry. He's, Alfred! He, he's shot out. I have to go and catch him. Okay, so you uh, just turn and uh, chase Run. after Alfred. Alfred! He's running up towards uh, the door lantern at the top, top of the road. He looks very much tail between, leg between his legs, uh, leg, between tail his legs. between his legs, oh. uh, running away from you, sort of thing. Alfred, no! Uh, uh, and bursts through the door uh, as it's already open, yeah. uh, ready for people to wander in. Um, and you hear, you hear, as you get closer as you're chasing him, you hear Mrs. Albert uh, go, Hey, what? what's wrong with you? I'm so sorry. You burst in after him. Yeah, I'm so yeah. sorry. I stepped on his his foot accidentally. Oh, for God's sake, I asked him to actually walk him, not maim the poor I lad. I didn't mean to. We were in the library and I was <coughs> looking at a map and I got into it too much and I stood on his foot and now he's angry with me. I'm so sorry. Is he all right? Yeah, of course he is. If you only stir his leg, he's fine. He's obviously fine because he's ran on it. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. I got, there's no points. There's no powder no spill book now, is there? It's done. He's back and he's fine. Great. If you will, I'll be back to my jobs. Okay. She starts just cleaning down the bar as she was uh, before you came, before you both came in. Can I ask you a question, Mrs. Abbott? What do you know about the Dawn Lantern? Well, it's been here for about 80 years. No, not so. the pub. The myth, the Dawn Lantern myth. The legend, the lore. Local ghost story, isn't it? They just, they, it's just a thing that happened out on the moor up north. Do you know if there's an evil side to it? Uh, I, I don't know, it's just a ghost story, isn't it? Have you heard stories of people dying from it? No. I've just heard there used to be a bloody ghost out on the moor. People called the Dawn Lantern. You don't know how it killed people? No, I didn't know it was killing people. had a fairly frightening realisation or theory I need to go somewhere and think by all I'm means you have a room yeah go up to my room right, you go up to your room um, as you get upstairs uh, could you 
I've got a couch sheet for me. Don't just quickly borrow a couch sheet just because our brain is not working. Now, could you make. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that one. Can you make a constitution save for me? What's that? Check. Uh, pass. <coughs> Lovely. Pass extremely. No, that's fine. Um, you get upstairs and you put. You get you get upstairs and it feels like there's a cold upstairs and almost like the heating isn't on upstairs. So you put pull your coat to and try to mm-hmm. keep yourself warm. You get into your room, but it feels a lot colder in here than it, it in my room. Did. Yes, it's almost like uh, someone's forgot to put the immersion on or something like that. Mm. Or something like that. Yes. Okay, I'm going to get to my room and I'm going to start to scribble things down in a notebook before and they you go out. Get my your head. bag and you put your notepad out on the uh, the side. You pull a chair up and you start scribbling away. I think that the Dawn Lantern pub, something in the Dawn Lantern pub is killing people. I think that the bodies were dumped on the moor. Jack Harcrum was staying at the pub. He was investigating the Dawn Lantern law. He died in a way that the news of his death got to the newspapers very quickly. And the only way that that could happen is if, possibly happen, without obviously internet, is that somebody who killed him immediately gave his details to the press. Uh, Or somebody who was with him when he died. I, no one knows the name of this village. I don't think it really exists. I was really tired and exhausted when I turned up here. I think that the Dawn Lantern pub is the Dawn Lantern of the story. And if I don't leave now, I'm going to be its next victim. Okay. Yeah. That's what you write. I have written all that. Okay. Yes. What do you do next? <sighs> Shut the book and breathe. Okay. Um, as you sit, are you taking quite deep breaths? Yeah. Cool. Could you make another constitution check at uh, this time? I'm with also very aware how cold this room is. Uh, so this time, so roll twice. Yep. And then the one with the double digits, uh, roll again. Oh. Uh, and so roll once and then roll the double digits again. Yes. Oh, okay. So. I'd say the higher of the two is that answer. Uh, 63. 63, does that... I uh, passed, yeah. You still pass against your constitution. Yeah. That's fine. Um, you start to... Uh, as you sit there, uh, and you've you've sat with your coat on uh, writing this and scribbling, because you've been quite intensely writing this, you haven't paid attention, but as you sit there um, writing, and now you sit and breathing and calming yourself down, you notice that the room feels even colder now than it did before. Uh, and you can almost hear like a, a, a gentle breeze blowing under the door and uh, you pull the coat around you you're still quite you're still keeping yourself warm but even in breaths are feeling quite yeah cold painful. and ice icy and not you mean, painful you yet you mean like you're getting frostbite um no it's not like you're getting frostbite it feels like you're breathing in cold air yeah and it's at the point where it's actually too cold for your yeah. insides to in- it hurts to, yeah it's starting to hurt that way Okay, so I'm going to have a look around the room. I'm going to yep. look at the door to see if I can see any noticeable gaps or feel any drafts coming in. Uh, you look at the door, there, like there's nothing that would show any sign of like... There's a little gap around the door, obviously, but yeah. the way doors are designed. Fine, then I'm going um, to open the door and look outside into the corridor and see if anything's there. Okay, um, uh, as, you open, as you try to open the door... The handle uh, is cold, freezing cold to the touch, and actually ice is over as your hand touches it. You quickly 
yank the hand away, away and back away. As you do, you kind of turn as you, as you say you're looking around the room yeah. as well. You back away and turn as well as you do. A frosting goes over the mirror that is on the wall uh-huh. uh, and just completely glazes over the entire mirror and then almost scratching into it. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's uh, The simple phrase just appears, says, uh, get some sleep. Uh, I think light sleep would be the worst idea right now. So what would you like to do? Run to the window, see if I can get out that way. Okay, you go over to the window. Uh, make a look roll for me. I did a pass. A pass, lovely. You get over and you notice that there is actually... Now that you get here, you didn't notice this last night because you didn't have the, the, uh, the, you didn't have the energy to make a thorough check of the room. But you get over and you notice that on the latch area where the window is, there has been a custom added loop which obviously could add a padlock to. Oh. So you could lock the window. Right. Um, you, uh, you you immediately see that there is no padlock, however, in this one, uh, and you lift the the, the, uh-huh. uh, the window to, to open, uh, to the open street in front of you. Uh, there is literally the drop down about, it looks about 10, uh, 10 feet, 15 feet down to the, the street level. Okay, and there's nothing else that I could there's climb out onto. You it's see. just straight... Yeah. No bins, no nothing. No. Okay, so I have two options. I stay in this room and I sleep, which is what it wants me to do, or I jump out of this window and potentially die outside. And if not die, be severely injured and probably be taken by the myth that way. Well, neither of those options is very appealing. Um, just because, you know, I'm trying to help you out here. Make a intelligence check for me. Or actually an education would probably be better. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, pass. Pass, Um You sit there going, I need to either, I have to sleep like the room is telling me to. Or no, should... bad, because if you sleep when you're no, no, that cold. No, two seconds. You, are, you sit thinking about your options. You either sleep like the room is telling you to, or you jump out the window to possibly injure yourself or kill yourself. You then look at the bed, because that is where you'd sleep, and then an idea sparks in your mind. It has sheets on it that you could take off. I could take off and knot them together and get out the window that way. Yes. Uh, Aren't I a nice person? I did not think of doing that. <laughs> That's why you did an idea roll. It's because the hypothermia is starting to affect my brain. No, not at all. Uh, that's also why I made you... If yes. you failed that roll, I would have not told you that. Okay. Sort of thing. Okay, okay, so you have that third option. Right, I'm going to do that. I'm going to start <coughs> grabbing the sheets together because yeah. the sleepier I feel, the more dangerous this is going to be. So I'm going to start grabbing the sheets together and tying knots in them, which is harder than films make it look. Lovely. And I'm going to throw that out of the window. Make a dexterity check for me. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, fail. Fail, not to worry. Um, you can use look or push the roll, remember. Uh, I'll push it. Yeah, go for it. Both of them again. Yep. And then what do I do? Uh, pass or fail on that one. Oh, on that one. Uh, uh, still fail, but I could spend three points, but you can't when you've pushed it. You can't it, when you've you? pushed it, no. Uh, um, fail anyway. by three points. Okay, so uh, as you sit, uh, tying, you sit slowly tying the ropes together out of these ta- these uh, cloths, um, you look out the window and you're starting to panic a bit as you do yes. it. Uh, because uh, you you are very much kind of like noticing that there was a light snow that started in the morning as early as you knew it had been snowing anyway. Mm-hmm. And then as you look out the window, it looks like it's getting heavier as snow. And then as you finally finish and you tie it to the edge of the bed, 
You then turn to the window. It looks like somehow over the last few minutes of you tying the bed, uh, bed sheets together and tying it to the thing, it has turned into a full-on blizzard outside. Okay. Um, you, uh, you. I you, still feel like getting outside. No, that's fine. preferable. No, that's fine. Um, you, I'm just saying that this is what rushes yeah. you. You then tie the the bed rope because this is what I was asking you to tie to roll for. You tie the bed rope and you start to lean out the window. You lower yourself down. It's actually a fairly easy uh, descent somehow, but just as you get to the end, yeah. uh, you 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 get, you're literally only a foot or two away from the bottom. So you're just about yeah. to be to the point where you could just drop your feet down yeah. and let yourself down. Uh, you you're not one of the knots in the rope actually lets loose and you fall backwards and land on your head uh, taking two points of damage because you bang your head against the hard yep. concrete floor outside yep. um, this is the only reason I was asking you to roll dexterity to see how well you tie the note uh, yep. uh, things because also it's trying to stop you from leaving as you yeah. can see uh, but you are now outside on the floor what would you like to do? try and get up Okay, you get up, um, you notice that now the snow is completely blinding you of anything other than about 10 feet ahead of you sort of thing. Okay. So you could see the car in the car park, you can see the building next to you, okay. but you could not see uh, the library for the life of you if right. you tried. Right, I want to try feeling my way to my car. Okay, lovely, you start wandering over to your car, uh, you manage to get over to the car, um, what do you do? Uh, get my keys out of my pocket. You get your keys out of your pocket, and as you try to put your key in the in the lock that lets the the door open and such, you see that the door is actually frozen shut. Of course it is. Um. Um. It is at this point that I'm going to ask you to tell me your dexterity, please, dear. Uh, Forty-five. Forty-five. Lovely. Um. So this is going to go into a a, a mix of uh, of initiative type thing okay. because uh, there is a thing that is happening now um, but also there is a, a level of uh, I will, that thing that is happening is also uh, uh, reacting to what you are doing at the moment sort okay. of thing, and not an actual like a full on fight sort of thing All right, okay. so currently you see the doors latched on uh, could you make another constitution check for me I think it's a constitution check that I need from you uh, bang on so that's a pass isn't it when you get it on the right uh, on yes the number. That, is that number or lower, or lower to pass, pass yeah. so yes um, let me double check my notes here um, oh okay I've been doing it wrong but actually I kind of prefer how I'm doing it uh, cause should I've, that have failed then no it's, it's um, it, the thing that I'm doing um uh, is meant to roll to hit you sort of thing rather than oh. you roll a constitution save. Okay. Um, I am preferring actually that it's trying to... It, it's a, it's your body rather than it trying to inflict damage on you and you uh, not being able to handle it if it... Because automatically okay. if it's inside you, it can hit you. Um, anyway. Lovely. That uh, I'm using... Uh, just for a, for a note for people, I'm using a thing from the, uh, the, the monster... Malarium or something like that. Malorum from uh, from Chaosium. However, this is an older version uh, of uh, of Call of Cthulhu, so I've had to convert it as well and made my own rules for it. I'll yeah. release this after the game so we don't spoil anything. Um, anyway. Yes. Um, so yeah, you keep going. Again, as you panic, you see that the, uh, the, the door is frozen shut. You calm yourself for a second, trying to breathe in, and as you Take that deep breath again, trying to calm yourself, and you get that sense of it almost like burning down your throat, but cold. Yeah. Um, you now turn around and see, as you panic, you turn and you see that the building is gone. Gone completely, like actually no, gone. Yeah, there is no, like, okay. there is no pub anymore. 
There's just a white wilderness ahead of you. Okay. Uh, there's just you and this car and nothing else around you that you can see. Okay. Uh, it looks like you can see through the, or the little that you can see through the snow, just as an empty openness around you and a deep blizzard blowing. Okay. Um, well, I, I want to get out of here. Yep. Um, ASAP. Yes. So my options are get into my car, which I don't appear to be able to do. Or you could walk. try shattering the ice around things. I could try shattering if the ice you have around anything you. on you. Um, Again, uh, my shoe is literally the only thing I can take off. No, that's fine. I'm just saying, if if you could explain to me that you'd have something in your bag, sort of thing, um, because you drove home for a Christmas break from the university. Yes, but my so you'd have more stuff. Yeah, but I only took into the pub what was needed. I I took it into the pub and then I didn't take it out of the window. Okay, no, that's fine. Just checking. Yes. Um, I know. I'm, just, I'm not having a go at you. That's fine. I'm just, um, I'm just offering so you... So the only thing I have is my keys and my shoes. Okay. Um, do you have anything that you'd have in your pocket sort of thing that might be useful? No, my purse. Your purse. Okay, just checking yeah. if you're that sort of person who would have Nothing something in the pocket. on me. I have useful things in my car. Lovely. Um... So, but also you've only checked because the, these sort of cars would have a boot and stuff like that. So yeah. you could check in your boot and see, see if, you if I can get into the boot. Yes, okay. you go around. You open the boot. It does open. It does open. Yes. So I'll have a look in the boot. I have a uh, tire jack. A tire jack. jack. Lovely. You run over and you use the tire jack to smash not only the window uh, to get reach it if it doesn't work, but also the ice around the okay. the the, uh, the, the doors and the lock, and it quite easily opens now. Uh, now that you've uh, you've smashed through okay. uh, and you've you've used force, uh, could you roll a d4 for me? Actually, don't worry about that. No. Uh, I uh, realise that uh, the damage thing here is different. Cool. Um, yes. Um, cool. You jump in the car. The wind is buffeting against the the. the the uh, the wall uh, the walls the, the the frame of the car you could actually feel the car almost shaking under the pressure of the winds around it um, and not helped by the window being blown in either uh, but you you manage to get into the car and you start it it starts to sputter could you make another look roll for me yeah can't hold two dice at once apparently uh, pass pass lovely uh, you pa you panic put the key in you, you it's, it's sputtering and not starting and you keep revving the revving the ignition uh, and also the, uh, the 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 clutch to try and get as much uh, like drive and oils whatever you can and out of sheer like desperation you just do one more very forceful yeah. turn and it kicks into gear and it kicks into life and you just start rolling forward okay what will you do um drive because I can visualise where my car was in the car park. Yes. Although nothing's there now, yeah. I drive in what would be out of the car park. Okay, so you reverse out and then you start yep. driving out as yep. well. Yep, Um Put my headlights on. Yep, you put your headlights on. Again, all you can see is just buffeting snow. There's nothing yeah. else that you can see. Um, I would just drive forwards because if there, if there doesn't appear to be buildings there anymore, I don't know where right. I'm going. You just start driving. Or where the uh, roads are. So. That's fine. You just start driving. Could you make another constitution check for me, please? Uh, yes. Uh, pass. Pass. Lovely. Extreme. Um, this, at this point, uh, the, the cold starts to, again, try to uh, get into your, your lungs. And you, every time you do it, you're starting to get this point uh, of, like, uh, almost... It, 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 it's worrying 
uh, how much it's affecting your lungs and your ability to breathe, but then you focus, you get yourself uh, calmed down. Um, I'm going to say... Da, 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 da. Can I have a swallow of the emergency brandy I keep in the Yeah, that's fine. In fact, that would be quite a fun thing to... You, you realising that you grab the emergency brandy, drink it, and the warmth just immediately fills you, fill, fills you with a sense of calm and relax against this cold that is buffeting you. Um, lovely. Now, what's going to happen is, um, as you're driving, you're just... How fast would you say you're driving? It's like... Probably about, like... 15 miles an hour <coughs> I can't like, see anything I don't know what I'm going to hit yeah I'm going with like are you trying to get a, are you going at speedy are you going like careful like so you're going careful, careful. as you uh, as you drive along you see a figure appearing out of the the, the, the snow it looks to be quite a hunched figure uh, dark robe type thing that is flo- floating in the, uh, the 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 distance and it's just kind of coming out of the snow in front of you what do you do stop the car you stop the car yes okay is it coming towards me? It just stands in the middle of the of the, the blizzard. Um, you just notice this dark figure. Can I start the car up and just drive straight at it? You can indeed. Uh, you start the car, you drive straight at it. Um, it I feel like I've got a bit crazy. No, it that's could fine. be a genuine person. You, you, you stop the car, you have a moment of just staring and of disbelief and not knowing what to do. It doesn't look like a genuine person. And then you start the car again and you just floor it towards yeah. this, this thing in a, in a mixed crazed kind of fashion. Um, could you make a sanity check for me? What's my sanity like? Uh, fail. <coughs> and could you make a second one, actually? Uh, fail. Rafael, lovely. You lose three points of sanity okay. as as you get closer. I um, that pencil. It's in my hair. That's fine. Um, you lose three points of sanity as you go flying towards this this uh, this robed figure, and as you get closer, it looks like some sort of like fetid robe that has been long since uh, worn by anyone living. Uh, oh. And as as it comes up, you see this kind of like mottled grey arm pull out of the, the robe holding a large lantern oh, and raise it up and the car smashes into it but you hear this kind of as you do and you lose another two points of sanity on that so I've lost five together <coughs> yes you do okay. uh, excuse me um, I believe just because I am losing my mind um, I've put it down somewhere it doesn't matter I'll quickly jump over here when I have it loaded no it's in front of me don't I yes excuse me a sec let me just check something. I feel like Sansi was. Doesn't matter. Um, anyway. You know there's music in the background. <laughs> no, uh, sorry. There's a rule about losing more than a certain amount, but um, I think we I think it's in one roll, not in both rolls. So I'm going to ignore it. So yeah, you you slam into this creature. Um, there's a, a that shriek comes out, but also nothing seems to be behind you when you check the rear, rear, the rear view mirror, uh, trying to see uh, if the creature is still there or whatever it was. Um, you keep driving. What would you like to do? Keep driving. Lovely. Drive. Can you make a Constitution saving throw or Constitution check again? This time with a penalty though. Uh, pass. What's the penalty? Uh, penalty is take that one you're holding and roll it again and take the higher number. Uh, 50, still pass. Pass, lovely. Uh, there is a moment where you notice that the windows that are still remaining are starting to frost up. Um, and the, uh, the, the you see just in the rearview mirror that you could see just before it f- f- uh, f- fades, 
uh, into f- frost. You see the creature is now following you from behind. Is floating behind. No, I don't know. I don't like it. It's scary. <clears throat> what do you do? Lose all my sanity points. Lose all your sanity points. I don't, uh, I don't want to. But what? What do you want to do? Sorry. Um, As it's driving along. Uh, I, I want to keep driving, but okay. It's make a me. make a drive auto check for me. <coughs> Fail. Fail, lovely. Um, as you are driving along and you're panicking, you put your foot down. And as you're getting there now, you get to a point where it looks like there is a glass wall appearing in the distance. It's almost like you could see like this large glass structure coming up ahead of you. And you immediately slam the brake and skid into a stop. But as okay. you do, it starts, to over, uh, it starts to oversteer. Could you make a look roll for me, please? Look here. You oversteer and start to spin out as a car. Uh, fail. Fail. Lovely. It comes skidding around and then stops on a rock and crashes and lands on its side. Uh, you l- luckily Which side? My uh, side or the passenger side? On the passenger side. side. So you're currently hanging yeah. in the way with your seatbelt on. Uh, you, you hear the crunch of the, the, the car as it hits onto the ground. And then you hear that shriek again yeah. of, the, uh, of the creature that you hit earlier. What do you do? Can I try and get out of the car? Okay. Can yeah, I'm trying fine. to do my seatbelt. Yeah, make a dexterity check for me. Uh, pass. Pass, lovely. You managed to uh, struggle, but you managed to get out of the car, uh, crawling out of the window uh, yeah. uh, that you had broken already, so it was easier yeah. to get out of. Uh, but you crawl out and jump off onto the car as you see this hooded figure floating towards you. Okay, uh, I want to run. Okay, which way are you running? Away from it. Away from it, but you've also got behind you the glass structure. What are you doing with that? That's a good point. If I run away from so it, so it's either towards the glass, glass structure or, or towards, towards him, or either way between the two. Oh, I want to go off to the left. I'm going to the left. Okay, cool. Um, you just start sprinting away, trying your hardest to run from it. Uh, you run for about five minutes, uh, and then you notice that the glass structure has been alongside you the entire way. But you see this large black streak going out of the ground up into the, the sky and you notice that there is another glass structure going off it into a, another direction um, so basically I'm surrounded on all sides yes um, could you make a look roll uh, not a look, could you make a no roll for me see if you can work this bit oh no probably not uh, which one's that? that education sorry oh. I failed. failed. Why? Okay, Why no, am I failing everything? That's fine. Uh, I mean, you've passed quite a lot of rolls as well. Yeah, but the uh, dice hate me now. Um, but you, you, you get there. You, that's your first thought: is I'm surrounded on all sides. How am I surrounded on all sides? How am I surrounded on all sides? I'm but in you, a lantern. <laughs> you, uh, you look around. You see the glass fi- figure. You then see, as you turn to look and confirm this idea, you then see the road figures now gaining on you. Um, could you make another constitution saving throw this time with a penalty? Constitution? Yes. Uh, that's a zero, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so... So roll that again and take the higher number. Yeah, still passed. Still passed. Uh, this time you watch as, as now you're seeing it for the first time, you, uh, you feel this burn of ice again down your lungs. This time you notice that the road figure with the lantern in its hand, you notice the lantern actually pulses as you feel the pain running down your lungs, but also you manage to fight it back off. Um, what would you like to do? Doesn't seem to be a lot of point in running. <laughs> nope, you are suddenly standing, standing there, almost like a lamb to the slaughter. Yes, I have a feeling I'm surrounded on all sides by glass. What um, would you like to do? I don't know, I'd probably faint, but I'd have to do a roll for that. 
Um, there's nothing I can do apart from physically fight it. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Um, fine. Then I'm going to plant my feet in the ground and stand my ground and wait for it to come closer. Okay, it comes floating up towards you again. There's another pulse. And then the constitution I'm going to try and kick the lantern out of the way. Okay. But you want me to do a constitution? That's fine. Uh, constitution because it's got a chance to uh, fail. Fail this time then. Um, uh, da, 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 I'll put it on this one. Uh, da, 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 oh, Paul, this is me shivering. Um, you take four points of damage uh, as this time the, the burn that goes down your lungs actually feels like it burns across your entire being and you're yep. nearly incapacitated with the amount of cold pain that runs through you and you watch as the light kind of dazzles your eyes in front of you but you manage to stand your ground as you've said uh, holding your holding your senses um, you said you were going to try kick the uh, yes cool roll a fighting check for me uh, d- 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 it has the a dodge yeah. yes it has a uh, fail dodge is this one sorry you fail, fail. Um, it also would roll a f- dodge to see if it can get out of the way of you which it also fails so oh. you uh, you you kind I of don't just the lantern. you let not lazily you kind of without being rude to this you kind of lacklustedly kick towards yeah. it uh, but your leg doesn't come up after the pain that you've got of this cold running through you and it, the, the, the kick goes short and it kind of tries to pull away but nothing seems to happen. Um, it just the the faceless features that you can see uh, just kind of like looms over towards you as it kind of floats further and further towards you. Uh, this time it's going to do another pulse. Could you uh, roll another Constitution check this time? Just straight. I did a pass. Lovely. Uh, the pulse kicks again, and this time. It did uh, an extreme pass. That's fine. No, it didn't. Um, no, it didn't. That's fine. Um, this time, this time the pulse kicks again, and you're feeling a little like your body has got used to the the cold that you're currently in. So okay. it doesn't feel that bad, but it still stings down your your esophagus and such like that. Um, okay. Would you like what would you like to do? Um, uh, punch him. Lovely. You just this time as it comes floating right up in front of you at this point. Now you just swing out and punch. Uh, roll a fighting check. I passed. Pass, lovely. I shall see um, if his roll fakes. Um, he fails. So you slam your hand. Where are you punching? Oh, his face. You're punching towards the face. Okay, you just you just swing up uh, and slam into the face. You feel uh, the hand just swipe through nothing. You just feel the fabric brush against your hand as you punch upwards towards the fa- the face of this creature. Um, as it as you do so, it knocks the hood back, and you just see like it's almost like snow has created a face uh, or, or a head and the, the snow has been pushed away by your hand but it's almost like there is just a snow floating in the area where it should be can I break the lantern uh, you can try but after giving me another constitution check I'll try and kick it out of this hand <coughs> oh, fail. fail you take six points of cold damage then I am on zero you are zero yeah then you die I have to die yeah because yes. we are talking about hit points right uh, yes good uh, yes I am currently on six so if I take six points I will end up on zero zero yes I believe because I've not had to do this before there, there might be a dying series but because there's no round to heal you uh, in the next moments uh, you die um, so there's this last final as you kind of 
look up in this panic and confusion, look up at this face made of snow, there's one final brilliant flash of white and it takes over your entire visual and you transcend past pain. Mm-hmm. It's, it feels like pain, then it feels like just cold and then you can't feel anything at all and everything goes black for your, for your own visual. And the the lantern just sit the the creature just sits holding the lantern floating there, hand floating in a, its own little way, and the flash kind of comes down, and then the camera of narrative zooms out of the lantern that you were in to show a snow globe sat on the side of the dawn lantern pub as another tired, weary-looking visitor comes through and Mrs. Abbott looks up and smiles at the uh, at the traveller going, Oh, hello there! You looking for a room for the night? I'm throwing a story. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> like the end of the first half. <laughs> there we go! It's the end of the story. Happy Christmas, people. <laughs> Welcome to Stephen Can't Do Christmas Story. Welcome to Steve's Christmas Tales. <laughs> it's like Charles Dickens if he had a really, really bad time. Oh, no, wait, he did. I'm not paid by the word. Not paid by the word. <laughs> but yes, thank you very much, Emma, for playing my game. Thank I you hope very you much enjoyed for it. writing your game. It creeped me out. That is exactly the sort of Christmas ghost story I love. But that that's... The, that's why, because you asked it's me earlier. It's very much along the lines of um, the signal moment and whistle and I'll come to yeah. you. Um, it's, so Both when you asked, story. you asked me uh, earlier where I got the idea from, I literally went, I really want to write a Christmas story for Call of Cthulhu rather than D&D this year. And then went, The Dawn Lantern, that'd be fun. And it is very much based, not based very off much. the signal, no. but, but it draws it's very much that old-fashioned horror type thing it draw yeah the the idea came from the signal woman being the man with the lantern sort of thing yeah. and then what would the lantern be rather than whistle and i'll come to you is the bed sheets that yeah. attack the yeah guess so it, it was based on that idea of like what what if there was a lantern that uh that that was its own entity or like jack frost lived in there's also the black mirror episode that's set at christmas that then turns out to be <coughs> in it is in a snow globe isn't it uh, the one with Rafe's ball he's the guy oh, who's um, sent White out Christmas, to, yes. yeah White yeah. Christmas yeah uh, yes. works in the place with the snow I can't remember where John he is John Ham's in it John Ham's in it and yes. he kills him yes spoiler <laughs> I mean it's been a very long few years it has since been a that. few years since that came um, out so but yes uh, yes it's yeah. a mixture of all my favourite things about it, it, Christmas ghosts it's very much like I want to write like a dark story and then uh, for the audience listeners and for yourself as you've heard bits from uh, you, you'll know that it's very different to the D&D game that I ran where Jack Frost was or Rudy the Snowman was trying to create a, a, a demon like Buffalo Bill creature um, in the middle of a lovely little otter folk village yeah um, I mean initially when Steve told me this idea I did miss the idea of the otter folk because I want that that sounds adorable but I had Alfred the Wolfhound who then hated me because I accidentally stood on his foot (laughs) was Alfred any sort of important point in the Um, story so Alfred uh, I can give you that Uh, Alfred was going to be if you had been friends with him would have been like the guardian angel I mean I was trying I know it was was only because you failed your push roll Uh, I was like how can you fail that push roll 
sort of thing and make it bad for you. I lose the dog. He was going to be my guardian angel, so Alfred could have saved me. Yeah, so essentially, um, because he was meant to be the good part of the the Dawn Lantern, he was the good spirit in the Dawn Lantern. I miss him. Um, He was was so cute. (laughs) Essentially, so uh, I can now tell you that thing. If you look at, um, what's it called? I think it's called the Monstrous Malarum. Uh, Monstrous Maleficarum. Uh, C-O-C uh, Malleus Monsterum uh, uh, it was a uh, it was a book that was made for earlier versions of Call of Cthulhu uh, but I've converted what a creature called a cold one Malleus what? Malleus Monsterum Monsterum oh Monsterum there we go um, oh yeah but uh, I took a cold one from that which is a like a, a it is a blizzard creature it's literally like a small cloud of snow or, or frost that would attack people. Excellent. Uh, we should buy this. And I, uh, I, I, I have a, uh, I have a, a, a PDF copy from the, the website on my, uh, my, my Dropbox. I can lend to you so you can read. Thank you very much. Uh, I can't lend it out to our viewers because that would be naughty. Uh, but you could lend it to me. <laughs> I can lend it to you because you're writing games for us as well. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, if anyone's interested <laughs> in looking at, if anyone's interested, people, you can get one on eBay for 125 pounds. <laughs> Um, if you look up uh, the Call of Cthulhu Malleus Monstorum or search up uh, H.P. Lovecraft Cold Ones, you'll find more information on the, the origins of that creature that I used. I thought at first you meant that one, uh, which is the witch hunting one. Yeah, um, unfortunately not. But anyway. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for thank listening. You for, thank you, Emma, for playing. You're welcome. Thank you, Steve, for writing uh, and doing good dog the... noises. <laughs> and we shall see you in the new year. We'll see you in the new year for. We'll see you in the new year for the last station. The last uh, station, which is our take on the yep. uh, murder on the Horror Express. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> we can't remember what that's called. It's every called time. it's called Horror on the Orient Express. Horror on the Orient Express. Um, however, as I've said before to D and D and both this and D and D, sorry, um, it's more fun when someone tells their own story based yes. off something rather than just going, "You've heard this before because we've all played it or whatever." So it's called the, it's called last, the last station. station. The last station. And uh, we'll be playing that in the new year. Uh, we um, may be playing other games on the side every so often. Yes. Um, potentially exploding kittens. Potentially exploding kittens, or definitely gloom. Again definitely gloom. Because that was we had a fun test episode. We had a fun it, test episode. But, uh, um, to issues, see how well it went down as a recording. Issues with sound recording and stuff yeah. like that. So we've got to do it again. But so, now we know how to sh- structure it and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, interested to see how that came out, and now we we'll yes. do it again. We should be back uh, if I remember my diary rightly. John, where? If you want to, if you want to keep an eye on your on your podcast uh, tools, we should see be back. Podcast of the week on the tenth of January. Tenth of January. Yes, Ooh. with either it might be with uh, a recording of Gloom yeah. or it might be with uh, the, last, the station. last station. But the tenth of January, we're kicking back in. Excellent. Uh, so we'll see you then, loves. Jingle Until bells. Then, have a good Christmas. Bye. Hopefully, you get lots of wine and. Love and good cheer and socks. Socks! Everyone wants socks on Christmas. Anyway. Do they? Yeah. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the St. Jones Files. Your investigator, Amelia Court, was played by Amabel. Your keeper, Steve Archer. Theme music performed by Steve Archer. All background music performed by Kevin MacLeod. You can find it in Other background music performed by the
the Gang Over It From Podcast. It can be found on 